It's still chaos in Mali after a military coup there last month. Today, Tuareg rebels in the north of the West African country declared their independence. They call their new nation Azawad. But the U.S. and a host of other nations quickly rejected the proclamation. Scott Stewart is an analyst with the global intelligence firm Stratfor. He says the Tuareg rebels were able to seize control of Mali's north thanks to an influx of weapons from Libya. With the fall of the Gaddafi regime, basically their arms stores were were thrown open. And this allowed these Tuaregs who had been fighting for Colonel Gaddafi to leave the country with not only vehicles, but a lot of heavy weapons. How concerned do you think the U.S. State Department is by this development? I mean, the U.S. has been active in the Sahel, in northern Mali, and keeping an eye on, on these areas. Yes, certainly. Uh, you know, the U.S. government uh, was working very close with the uh, the Malian government and, and helping to train some of their elite Red Beret units that have been used against al-Qaeda in the Islamic Maghreb and other extremists in the region. And now the fact that the, the military is basically imploded and disintegrated has to be a very big cause for concern. And of course, it's opened up a big vacuum in the northern Mali. And so now there's going to be a question of, you know, can the MNLA and the more That's secularist the Tuareg rebel group. Yes, yeah. uh, the, the main Tuareg rebel group. Can the MNLA keep these jihadist and, and more radical elements under control or not? They claim that they can and they will, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of apprehension by, by the French and, and the Americans and others as to whether this can happen or not. And why do you think that concern is there uh, among the Americans and the French? I mean, this is not a very densely populated area. It's really hard to get around. It's not the best place, really, for militants to grow, it seems. Inversely, the the Sahel region has been a a very good place for AQIM, al-Qaeda in the Islamic Maghreb, to prosper. Uh, They've been able to conduct training camps uh, or have training camps in the area. Of course, now with the influx of of arms from Libya, that's given them a little bit of a shot in the arm. And of course, just the, the fact that they can benefit from the movement of contraband through the area and, of course, kidnapping, uh, which is kind of a very uh, important source of revenue for militants in the region. Surely you see this as kind of an unintended consequence of the Arab Spring in Libya. Is it a bad development, do you think? Well, uh, certainly for the Malian government, it's been bad. On the other hand, the Tuaregs who have been fighting for their independence for decades now, you know, have seen this as a real windfall. So it's going to be really interesting to watch how this plays out. And and from a a European or American perspective, I think probably the thing that's going to uh, judge it is, number one, the duration of this, uh, whether it remains a separate state or whether there's some sort of eventual negotiation uh, that's going to, to allow the Tuareg to remain part of Mali, but but with a little more uh, you know independence. At the same time, it's also I think the U.S. and, and the Europeans. I think one of the things they're going to be using to judge this is whether or not Al Qaeda in the Islamic Maghreb is able to benefit and grow in the vacuum that's going to be opened up uh, in the Sahel. Scott Stewart, an analyst with the global intelligence firm Stratfor. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you.